0: another one hello my friends this is andy and hedia coming to you live from yorba linda california for the living fearless Devotional.
1: that was so drawn out (laughs) (laughs) it's a production of resurrectministry.com doing a little lunch and learn today um it's funny because somebody asked us once what do you mean by lunch and learn are we learning something
0: actually you learn about jesus
1: you you may maybe maybe you'll learn something (laughs) but it's quite possible you will not but you may be uh, yeah. hopefully entertained.
0: We learned we used the wrong map the other day.
1: <laughs> oh boy, did we ever. We've had nonstop criticisms of I that love map. You.
0: I love that you say we.
1: Yes, yes, we, we, we apologize. We fall on our face and plead for mercy for <laughs> using the wrong map. Go
0: ahead, continue with your introduction. Um,
1: com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to bring the gospel to every corner of the earth. We would love for uh, you to check out the website, peruse our content, give us your feedback, drop us a comment, and if you care to donate, click the donate now button. That's it? I cut it short. Really? I summarized <laughs> you
0: it. you way off. I? <laughs> While you're watching, make sure you go to the comments and uh, let us know what you think about the devotional, about what um, We have, uh, as far as our comments, let us know if you have any prayers, uh, requests, and uh, we are going to need to close a window probably, (laughs) but make sure you put that in the comments. The more comments uh, that we have, the better. It'll push it out to other people so that they can um, uh, see what it is we're doing over here and uh, enjoy uh, A.W. Tozier and uh, the words that God gives us for our devotional. And then obviously what you guys have to say, they will get to learn more about that. And then what I also want you to do is go down in the description and look for our sponsor links. And uh, one of those is LifeWise. It's a great company that has great products. Uh, one of the ones they just came back with because they ran out, but it was so popular, is called Restore. Now, I have a really bad knee. Look at Check this out. Check oh,
1: no. yeah, Yeah. Look, at, look at. it. it. Is that now a good knee?
0: Yes. Oh, I just hit it on the table. though. But uh, yes. Yes. I, I just want to give you a little demonstration on how oh, fabulous okay. it is. My knee is is... is has been an, an excruciating pain for a very long time. For me, this product has uh, surely done a trick of uh, taking away some of that pain, if not I, all the pain from time to time.
1: I promise to let... Uh... No, I'm out of breath. Okay. <laughs> I wanted uh, to let uh, <laughs> Carrie know that we were on.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Our other sponsor is StreamYard. Uh, go to getstreamyardnow.com. Getstreamyardnow.com. That's the platform we're using to broadcast you. It's really easy to use. And if you have a hobby or something you want to talk about, maybe you want to do your own devotional, like our friend um, uh, 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 Cindy Joy, uh, you want to make sure and try it out. It's free. And uh, for uh, you know certain tools that you can use. And then if you want to go big, then it will cost you a little bit of money. Not very much, though. Uh, today, our scripture is Revelation um, 1, 12 through 18. Yes. Revelation 1, 12 through 18. And we, we know what book we're reading through, Schnooks. A W Tozer for Christian Leaders. For-
1: <laughs> That's,
0: That's right, I put music on it.
1: But, but they don't know what's happening. Oh,
0: do you want me to put a voice over? Yes. Can we use your voice? Yours. Oh really? Yes. All right. Well, that music you just heard was a graphic <laughs> video that said A.W. uh to Christian leaders. So we'll be reading from that book. And we
1: have thousands and thousands of listeners on our podcast. You're right.
0: You're right. I, I hear you. You know what? You are often right. <laughs> so for October 27th, for uh, this devotional, it says status symbols is the title. and reveli- the
1: fancy car on the graphic. Yes, that's a status
0: symbol that the world looks at.
1: Yeah not us
0: the scripture again is revelation and it's going to be one 12 through 13 in the book and it says and i turned to see the voice that spake with me and being turned i saw seven golden candlesticks in the midst and in the midst of the seven candlesticks one like unto the son of man in our time we have all kinds of status symbols in the christian church membership attendance pastoral staff, missionary offerings. But there is only one status symbol that should make a Christian congregation genuinely glad. That is to know that our Lord is present, walking in our midst. No matter the size of the assembly or its other attributes, our Lord wants it to be known by his presence in the midst. I would rather have his presence in the church than anything else in all the wide world. The Christian church dares not settle for anything less than the illumination of the Holy Spirit and the presence of our divine prophet, priest and king in our midst. Mm. Let us never be led into the mistake that so many are making, sighing and saying, oh, if we only had a bigger, wiser men in our pulpits, only if we only had more important men in places of Christian leadership.
1: Lord, I pray that I might never deviate from that significant thought. I would rather have his presence in the church than anything else in all the wide world. Amen.
0: Yes, before we went uh, live, I wanted to grab the video of Pastor Jack saying that very thing in his message, which he says on occasion that there is no membership to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. There's no membership to that church, and they they rarely, uh, but only for a note, Say, you know, here's where you can give if you want to give. Right. They don't uh, like some of the churches I've been into. They have a whole message about giving, and they do that a couple times a year. Yeah. To guilt you, kind of like when you go into the, um uh, like McDonald's, and you order, and they ask, "Would you like to round up?" And then, and no. then you say no, and they go, "Oh, okay, you're one of those." And they 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 give you that guilt feeling.
1: What about when they ask you when you pull up, and you're like, "Would you like to try the new charburger?" <laughs> Like, you know, no, I don't wait to decide what I'm going to eat until I come up to this microphone and you suggest something new to me. My
0: status is not with a burger. It's with Jesus Christ. (laughs) Right. Um, So, yeah. So I I love that. I love that about uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills and Pastor Jack that uh, he really begins to train people right away that uh, it really is about being uh, having a relationship with Jesus Christ and nothing more.
1: I've been in so many small churches where the spirit fell that were just amazing. Um, It is not the quantity, but the quality. It's whether God's meeting us in that place, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, You've experienced it in a hotel conference room. It doesn't matter what the building is. And it really doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter who's preaching. It -hmm. could also be the spirit falls because of the congregation. It's the fact that the Lord wants to meet people in that place. I'm in this, um, I've mentioned a school of prophetic ministry. And one of the things that they say is that you got to be careful not to judge healing gifts of a pastor based on whether people get healed. And what they mean is that the Lord seeks (coughs) to to heal and his desire to heal the person being prayed over may be separate from the corruption of the person praying over that person. So in other words, you go to somebody um, asking for prayer, if the Lord is calling you to himself, he'll heal you to give you faith, hmm. regardless of the of the Ronald McDonald that's praying over you. Um, and so it's important that we judge people and they think that the fruit is the people getting healed, but the fruit is the fruit of the spirit is character. How much does that person emulate Christ? Kindness, compassion, gentleness, forbearance, self-control, and most of all, love. That is fruit of the Spirit, not butts and seats. (laughs) That was good. That's it? I really
0: enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, as parents, we want our kids to just love us, not love us because we give them things. And that's that's so hard because sometimes they get so used to getting things. But uh, uh, I have uh, you know these these littles that um, you know very easily can it become uh, you know important to them for uh, uh, you know toys for equipment for their sports and that kind of stuff. And to, to, to ask, Hey, uh, hey or dad, you know, or my, uh, you know, uh, I mean, Ray, Ray, the,
1: I think it's the girls. Yeah. Ray Ray does,
0: Ray, Ray does that too. Where she comes to me and puts her head on my shoulders. And says, I love you so much. And then I know the next question is, can I have uh, can you get me, can you take me, can you do something? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's always that reminder that, like, you know, can you just love me? Yes. And if you love me and I feel your love, then I'm more than happy. <clears throat> to ask you hey do you need anything is there anything i can get for you yes and to make sure that and that's how god feels like you're always praying for stuff but you're not willing to change can you imagine how many give prayers me, give gets? me give me yeah you know, you've for like the last three years you've ignored me you've gone to vegas and 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 just participated in nonsense you you and your boys in the locker room all you do is is call each other names and talk about how you're sleeping with the other guy's wife all the time you guys need that and that yeah that's how it happens constantly <laughs> hey, hey when you get home can you make sure and put my wallet away so that it doesn't get lost you say that to your friend oh
1: but i thought they would thought it was a joke
0: I mean, it is a joke but like, in some cases maybe it's, it's not. not oh no <laughs> hey i left oh. my <clears throat> i left my uh my clothes in your in your bathroom can you make sure and in- Bring those back to the office the next time I see you. Yeah, that's guys. Up. So God's looking at all this stuff. And then, you know, suddenly Somebody they get they, they get and they get like, sick, they get in trouble, and they go, Oh God, <laughs> I, you know that I love you. I go, well, really? I've just watched you for the last two years. Not a peep. Oh, yeah. Not a prayer. Not a not a thank you, Lord. Not a thank you, God, for my beautiful, amazing wife. that I gave you the in Lord. line at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. I gave that to you. And not once did you say thank you. I don't thank you all the way all the time oh thank you. um but um that is uh is
1: such, God chastens whom he yeah, loves yeah that
0: is such a an important thing that uh, we just thank 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 because our our um our eternity is not here no and we have to even learn to thank him as we did before we went live thank him for the the difficulties, the things that we go through that set for us up For
1: tribulation builds perseverance. Right. Perseverance character and character oh, hope. I read that somewhere. Hope does not disappoint. <laughs> yes. That's our new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson from Romans 5. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm wondering how many Democrats are thinking, man, maybe we should have wrote, voted for uh, Jordan. <laughs> Right. Oh, we had a chance. Right. We had our chance. This guy's now good. he's a
1: Bible thumper.
0: <clears throat> now they're all blown up with uh, all these stories about him being a Bible thumper and all right and uh, just so Bring much it. stuff about abortion, his view on abortion, his view on uh, you know anything. Well, Christian.
1: he said he said you want to know my view on anything? Pick up the Bible and read it. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: That's my view. He's
1: going He's going for broke.
0: <laughs> he's going scorched earth, as yeah. uh, as uh, Steve Bannon was saying. It's time to go it. scorched earth on people. I love it. <laughs> All right, let's read Revelation. Speaking of scorched earth, let's go to Revelation 1, 12 through 18.
1: And this is Apostle John and his vision of heaven. <clears throat> and uh, we're at um, verse 12. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven gold lampstands and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Amen.
0: Amen. So what does he mean about holding the keys holding the keys of death in Hades. Why, why would he be holding the keys to death in Hades?
1: Well, the most important thing about um, the resurrection and um, Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior mm-hmm. is that he conquered death, sin, hell, and the grave. So Satan thought by crucifying him, he had ultimately won the victory, that man would be eternally subject to sin and death. But when he went down, when the Lord went down um, into the grave, he went down as the, as it goes, as the, as the story goes, went down and took the keys of Hades so that now he controls Hades and he controls death. So who gets death and who gets eternal life? Mm. Those who believe unto him and have faith, it's counted for them as righteousness. They get to go and spend an eternity with the Lord and those who refuse open the keys of hell wow yeah so he holds those keys now that's good to know yes it's important for anybody to know like i i think all these times of these pithy sayings that i put in my head for that when i cross a muslim on a street um if i had the guts what would be the two things (laughs) i say you know like unprompted and one of them would be that not just that jesus loves you but do you know that jesus could give you eternal life Hmm. because i think that's the one thing that Muslims don't truly understand is that all your fussing, all your um, stress, all your effort um, means nothing if you don't come to the feet of Jesus, and that by coming to His feet, it's it's over in an instant. Right. That decision is is determined in an instant.
0: You know, going back to the the holding of the keys, you know, and there's this old belief that uh, you can tell a man's importance by how many keys he has on his keychain that's uh, did... an old
1: arab proverb too oh really
0: well mm-hmm. um, he needs is that one the, the keys to hades Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a pretty important key to hold that key um <clears throat> anything else on the scripture that you um, jumps out at here or the devotional
1: the lampstands
0: uh... or anything like that
1: no, I mean, it's just about, you know, the book of Revelation will go through each of the seven churches and mm-hmm. uh, people say that we're the Church of Laodicea or we're like the Church of Laodicea, le- lukewarm. We got big buildings. We look like we're really engaged. But um, there's so much deception and hypocrisy. And the Lord's like, I wish that you were hot or cold and that um, I, I will spit you out mm-hmm. because of the water being lukewarm.
0: A little bit of um 15 through uh 16. his feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace Mm. and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters in his right hand he held seven stars and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword um his face was like the sun shining in all of its brilliance and i just it gives you such a great picture of his majesty and his power but i i also think about you know this a uh, this idea or this this controversy of how I uh, I uh, Israel, I almost said Ireland, <laughs> Israel <clears throat> should be fighting back against demonic terrorists. That the, you know we, you should you just need to call a ceasefire at this point, you know, you just need to calm down. You know, you're looking at babies and their heads cut off. Like it's like a really bad thing is what they're saying in our universities here in the United States, (laughs) professors, not just uh, students, but uh, you know, I thought you guys were, you know, love everybody and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, you you bring up often that the Bible's not just saying that you just need to love everybody, not not even not the people that are trying to kill you and destroy you and be uh, essentially essentially animals in their behavior towards Christians and towards Jews. Yes, it it, it does call for us to fight back.
1: Glenn Beck had a really interesting monologue this morning Mm. where he was, who seemed almost like he was crying, um, talking, reading this op-ed of a Hasidic Jew in Brooklyn because they have this big day of rage again on Saturday. Hmm. protests in Brooklyn, which has the highest concentration in this particular area, Golden City or something, has the highest concentration of Jews anywhere in the world, outside of Israel. Uh, They have one um, Hasidic temple that has 20,000 congregants in it, in a service. And, you know, hundreds of homes that surround it that live close by, because, you know, they have to walk. Um, And he said, I never thought I would see the day that Jews would be told that they can't leave their homes, that they had to stay indoors, like Anne Frank living in a basement for two years, or was it an attic or a basement? Attic. Um, in an attic. Mm-hmm. It's just that, how did we get to this point in this country that the Jewish people would be so afraid that they would have to hide indoors in Brooklyn?
0: There's a video <clears throat> that came out yesterday, I think, of. Um... Jewish students uh, in a library. And I think it was a New York University. Uh, and on the outside were supporters of Hamas beating on the windows and that's, doors. That's
1: the city. It, and it was the, in li-
0: the librarian told them to go hide in the attic. Did she actually use those words? And I don't know if they knew enough or you know, I don't know what their education is and, and as far as Aunt Frank's concerned, that kind of stuff. They should have all looked at her, you know, like, do you know what you just said to us?
1: That's what the monologue was based on, uh-huh. that whole incident. The op-ed was written about that incident, uh-huh. and Glenn Beck was talking about that. Yeah, wow. That yes. it was the, the scene, <clears throat> everything that had transpired was so shocking.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that it, you know, and this man saying, I, I thank God every day for the, the fact that the Jews live in this country, like the, the fact that we have America And um, the safety that we've enjoyed, and he's like, I'm 62 years old, and I have never been so afraid um, for my life in this country, in this particular city as I am today. Um, And what does that say about us as a nation? What does that say about us as a people? What does that say about us as Christians? Because we are called um, to be their protectors. We are the ones that should... um, understand that they are God's chosen people. They may be in error because they are in error because they do not recognize the Lord, but the Lord will redeem them. Mm. That's what he teaches in his word. That is what the story throughout the Old Testament is and continues to be in the New Testament, culminating with the book of Revelation about the salvation of the Jews and the new Jerusalem that will descend on earth. It begins and ends with the story of the Jewish people, the Israelites. Wow.
0: Interesting times. Yes. And we are lucky enough to be in the... How fortunate are we? For
1: such a time as this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have so much happening on the... the, um, Just so much around us, uh, not only nationally, but uh, locally. and and then we have uh, all these different views about the different uh, you know um, you know different points of view of what's happening in Israel and uh, what's happening in our in our nation as far as the supporters for Hamas and that kind of stuff. And so we did a show uh, from a little bit of a, a not a completely different perspective, but we just brought your expertise and in, in counterterrorism and it kind of give people a, a better understanding of Islam and the different you know. Uh, things that you experienced being in Washington D.C., and um, I researched, uh, you know, a bunch of maps and things the best that I possibly could. Reading, and I, I mentioned at the very beginning of that show, I said you don't know how hard it is
1: <laughs> right. to
0: find good, solid information because everything eventually gets skewed towards the Palestinians, towards the terrorists. And it, it is—I mean—you would think you would be able to go to to, to Reuters or you'd be able to go to uh, AP or you go, but you can't, because they—they they all are seemingly on the side of terrorists, and they'll get they'll 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 kind of draw you in with some information about Israel and, and say a few nice things that about sounds them. Sounds objective. Yeah, and then they'll put in And I—I I promise you, I did try very hard to make sure that I look through everything, but I, I put up a map and man, you talk about uh, judgy people and people <laughs> that just get so, I don't know, suddenly get educated and decide, well, you are a fool. <laughs> um, but uh, the map that I used uh, is the one at the top where it says fake. I used that. I used the fake one. Yes. I he, I, I put it up there. I used it. It was on our show and Hetty is so kind to say we. Um, but, um, apparently the one on the bottom is, is more truthful, uh, about what was happening at the time, uh, that they decided to make Israel a state and a kind of a, a, a location for the Jews to be able to go after the Holocaust. And it puts, uh, Great Britain in, in charge of that particular part of land in the 19, in 19, up to 1946. And then over time, it begins to change a little bit. You can see the one on top, which is the one I used there are some similarities, the biggest difference being in 1946, where uh, the Palestinians and their supporters are claiming that they were completely in charge of this
1: <laughs> country they that they call really Palestine. Palestine and they're
0: there. Yeah. Palestine wasn't necessarily a nation. Um, and then it, it changed over the time. So I will lay on my sword and say, you are absolutely right. I use that upper map. Um, I, that other map was nowhere to be found, and I used DuckDuckGo. I wasn't even using Google. Right. Um, I did use Google to to look for certain things to see some of the differences, so I could have some speaking points. But then would go to you know DuckDuckGo and uh, I forget the other search engine I used. There was there's another one. I always forget the name of it. And uh, that other map, I I did not see in my uh, in my research leading up to that. Well, yeah.
1: Not only that, like I knew that um, the Palestinians were trading land for money um, I I think I was vaguely aware that they did not have their own country it was kind of like an Armenian issue where they were um, displaced for many years and that ultimately the land was originally promised to the to the Israelites by God hmm. two thousand years to now four thousand years ago the three thousand total um, but this a uh, thing that Amir Safardi taught about how it was actually the Roman emperor that changed the name to Palestine. Thought I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm a history major from UCLA under the great Sanford Shaw that was like a Middle East, you know, he's a legend in history. Mm-hmm. So, um... Of course we have um, tremendous amount of respect and we're gonna just take them at their word that Amir's right. I'm
0: gonna continue to but... look.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have some other <laughs>
0: stuff I'm looking at.
1: <laughs> but, a, but you know, it was, it was a mistake, it's an honest mistake.
0: What I, what I love is the people that come on, they, they watch uh, Wednesday's uh, service, uh, whatever you wanna call it, yeah. happening now um, with uh, Jack interviewing uh, Amir and they throw this map up onto the, the screen and I, I bet you there were 3000 people in that auditorium who saw that map for the very first time and those are the people that are going hey you are such a fool <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> you didn't know that until wednesday
1: yeah right and you wouldn't have known it unless they, somebody put up the fake and the real next. yes
0: uh, and amir had it on his um signal account that i followed telegram he showed it uh, also on that same day yeah so um y'all just need to calm down. And uh, I'm more than happy to to bring it up. But wow. And
1: those that do not try to humiliate us with it, thank you. <laughs> uh.
0: My biggest concern in all of this always is, um, the other day, we didn't tell you this, but while we were doing a show, uh, Pastor Jack uh, texted us um, some information. And uh, you know we we get excited. Yeah, know, he, there is a, a little bit of there's he may be the only celebrity that I get excited to talk to. Yeah. I mean, I mean the rock could walk through uh, uh, through the front door. And I say, what's up, bro? Uh, but, but that would be
1: kind of cool. Pastor too, but... Jack,
0: I would say, oh, go back outside. And then we would clean up the house. We would vacuum and we would dust. Right. right? We make sure that our crosses were not crooked. You know, th- that's that, that kind of feeling you get yeah, from a celebrity. For sure. He's a, I can only think of, of him. Maybe Trump, I would do the same thing. Yes,
1: you
0: would. <laughs> um, but that's it. Um, and so we got a text and it kind of like, wait, what, what's happening? And so we almost couldn't get off the show fast enough to see what the text was. So my point being is that my concern is that he maybe watched our, you know, I like to think he watches our show every time we do a show.
1: But he he may have watched that on he, the carousel. That he may have like, watched that. because hey, That's like, 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 oh,
0: no. That's the wrong map. Yeah. But yet he did not text us and say, hey, dummies. He didn't do that. <laughs> the guy who could have done it, that I would have said, OK, you can do this. But you other people sitting in the chairs who <laughs> learned it for the first time on Wednesday, come on. But uh, yeah, I would have uh, I would have taken that from Jack. But um, he didn't do that. And I, but now I have to ask him.
1: Uh, did you, what? Did you watch our video? It, I'm that we so sorry. Set up?
0: I should have checked with you first before I used that map. Oh my gosh! I did. It's uh, it really is difficult. I, I can see, and it's not. I'm not telling you that I that I um, sympathize sympathize with these morons that are pro Hamas, but I do see how they, how young kids who don't um, maybe take the time to to look at other uh, sources of of news and information can believe what it is they believe. Because you really do, like we said before, there. I think there was something, um, I'm not sure it was transgender or um, LGBTQ, but it was a, a sign that said LGBTQ for Hamas or supports yeah, Hamas. Yeah, that
1: was, that was a funny news story. Yeah, and
0: I just go, wait, wait, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you obviously nothing, know nothing about Hamas. <laughs>
0: Do you know? But you see that, that that's the uneducated. These are people that are going to Harvard. These are people that are going to these uh, Ivy League universities yeah. that are that are doing this because they're only hearing one one side. Of well, it.
1: and I mean, I'm talking even younger than that. Like, remember my my daughter met met a new friend, mm. um, and. So I always ask, where are they from, what are they? Are they really, you know, what religion are they? What ethnicity? And she's like, oh, mom, he's an Arab like me. And I was like, he's an Arab, like what, from where? <laughs> and so she's like, she went back and asked, she's like, from where? And he's like, Palestine. And so she texts me with this, like, you know, with the scared emoji from Palestine. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I told her to ask him a couple questions. I'm like, ask him about what just happened is literally she meets him the day two days after October 7th. And she's like, and he said, um, she's like, you don't support Hamas, do you? And he literally cites to her the same rhetoric I've heard my entire life from Islamist brotherhood activists in DC as a grown woman. Like here he is, a 16 year old kid saying, you know, they are not terrorists. They've been, their babies have been massacred for, you know um for tens of you know for for decades for many many years nobody ever criticizes israel they've done the exact same thing they've gassed our children like literally went off into this litany and i looked at her and i was like i said you would you can't well, you there's nothing you and this have nothing <laughs>
0: in common have
1: nothing in common i was like you can't talk him out of this she's like but why does it concern me and i said because this is this concerns the whole world I was like, you cannot, this is another thing. This is the point that Glenn made today. Mm-hmm. We all are feeling and sensing in our bones that we have to choose a side. Choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will no longer have the luxury of staying out of this. You know, as bullets start to fly, as lives come in stake at stake, we have to decide whose side we're going to be on, mm-hmm. and by participating in these protests or, you know, putting up on social media "Free Palestine," you're choosing a side. And the other side, those who are pro-Israel, have to stand up too. We have to also be willing to say, "I stand with Israel," um, to make our uh, local Jewish community feel loved. I was telling Andy, I saw a woman um, walking in our neighborhood uh, with a Jewish star on her, on her chest, and I stopped her. I said hello, and I was like, I'm really sad. I'm really sorry for what's happening in Israel right now, and and just know that um, we love the Jewish people, and I'm sorry for your loss, and if you've lost any family. And she's like, wow, thank you. She's like, I can't believe you stopped me and said that to me, and then showed me the joke about Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's just just simple things like that—simple acts of kindness—to yeah. acknowledge that. Uh, to acknowledge, as for me in my house, this is where we stand.
0: You, uh, when we first met, you began to tell me some of the things that you did as a uh, a contractor with the FBI, mm-hmm. and uh, and and then you would to tell me these stories of recruiters for ISIS. ISIS. Um, that they would make love connections with young girls and even young boys
1: very does that's
0: what that boy was doing do you think there's any chance
1: that's what I told her I said even if it's not to the extent of a terrorist recruiter they will use that opportunity of having you fall in love with them to humiliate you Hmm. so uh, you have to understand because uh, you know based on our history for my daughter she's what's called a murtad so she's a she's an apostate she was once a believer now no longer a believer so that is subject to um, uh, islamic penal code of death that could be ex- exercised by anyone so i said that you know even if he doesn't believe that he's too young to understand that his cousin his uncle his dad his brothers He's a twin brother who posts pictures glorifying 9-11. On 9-11, he posts picture happy 9-11 day. And all, and a whole bunch of friends commenting on um, how great 9-11 was. Wow. So I said that, you know, you are opening yourself up to a very dangerous situation. Thank God she doesn't speak to him anymore. And she absolutely understood that. Um, and she actually, I, I found out, she went to one of her other friends and said, Whoa! Did you know there's some people who glorify 9 11? She's like, I had no idea. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's totally a thing mm. among teenagers. Yeah, among teenagers in your Linda, California. Yeah, we're not in we're not in Arkansas or in um, what did you call it, Little Palestine the areas in in what <laughs> oh. in East Anaheim oh. or oh. where is it that are like. In Fullerton that are yeah, in Palestine, we the have Gaza Strip. The Gaza
0: Strip in Anaheim. Yeah. There is an area called the Gaza Strip. Yeah. It might be the same size as the actual Gaza Strip. I mean, it's, I mean, it's. it's that was,
1: pretty... what, that was funny about Amir when he was saying that when, well, you know, after the 67 war, Egypt's like, give us back the Sinai. You can keep Gaza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like nobody wants. Them.
1: Nobody wants that. <laughs> and West this, Bank and Gaza, you can have. Them.
0: And this is what people are marching in the streets for. A, a place that, or a, a group of people living in a location that nobody else wants. How bad do you have to be, that they're 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 not saying okay, just let a few let the the ones that aren't crazy through. To them, everyone's crazy.
1: Yeah, and they don't even want the land.
0: Right. <laughs> it's poisoned.
1: Yeah, and we don't poison, even want the man. land. And the people, as we said in the broadcast, the special broadcast that we did, that the the refugees um, that came over into Jordan and Lebanon from '67 and then in the '70s the civil war in Lebanon have never been um assimilated into the culture they are not given passports they're never granted citizenship they still live in camps in Mm. those countries
0: yeah hey kate nice to see you it's 6 35 a.m in australia oh
1: wow why did i think it was like the middle of the day oh it's the middle of the night yeah well when i first texted her yeah Yeah. (laughs) sorry kate
0: (laughs) i tried to wake her up um one last thing before um we leave you and that is that um we gotta stop uh, at least in the conservative and especially Christian uh, conservative, eating,
1: eating our own
0: is eating our own and just <laughs> being so stupid I, at the I, national
1: I, scale, even right?
0: The national scale, uh, local politics, school boards, um this are arguing about whose policies are better and who should speak at one location or another. this is what's happening at least i if it's happening here in your Belinda, a mostly conservative um, area, I can't imagine what's happening. Throughout the nation, with these this little infighting and people just but you can't know, agree. It's really it's really maddening. I just one last thing: in Congress, during when um, I think it was Jordan was up for uh, election, he had been nominated and he was being elected. There were Republican conservative congressmen who didn't vote for him, not because they didn't think he was a great guy and a great selection. They didn't want to vote for him because they thought Matt Gates wanted him, and so that's the only reason why they Matt didn't vote Gates
1: for him. Wanted- Oh, meaning they didn't want to side with Matt. They
0: didn't want to give him a win. Wait, wait a minute. You think he's a good guy. You think he's going to do well as the Speaker of the House, but you're not voting him. Not, you're not going to vote for him because of somebody else? Yeah. This, this is the that kind that. of lunacy. This is the stuff. Like, if, if they would have come to, uh, you know, said, hey, you know, Jordan's okay, but we think, we don't think X, Y, and Z because of him. That's not what they said. They actually said they thought he they thought was going to be good. And this is um, has to stop. This is happening here. I've Written letters to the city council about an, an incident that just occurred, and um,
1: but I got to tell you, we we,
0: we got to do. Having been
1: involved in DC politics for mm-hmm. two decades, it's hap- it happened there repeatedly. Is that the conservative side always eats its own? The Democrats are always un- oppose a united front. That's what they're doing with the, you know, with AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Han Omar. Nobody speaks out against them. They've sided with the radical left and they all vote as a block. But our side, always, all the way, all the way back, as far as I can remember, um, there's infighting in the Republican Party and in the conservative movement. But even when the
0: Democrats don't agree with Tlaib. Or whoever. They don't they, but they don't they, they say, they do. say so. No. But they vote with them.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. they will still vote as a block. Yeah. Like- they do not they do not come against each other in any kind of strategic or public way. How many people in the House and in the Senate know that Biden's mentally deficient? Everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> but nobody goes up and be like, listen, you got to, he can't run again. He can't, you know? But they don't come against their own. Us, on the other hand, we get five people elected to a, to a school board, four of them start fighting each other.
0: I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, there's uh, Republicans that meet with Biden. Uh, even McCarthy met with Biden. And then somebody yeah. will ask, him, hey, what do you think about this? Is, is he cognitively? Oh, you know, we had a great meeting. Like, he won't say it. But uh Shoot, what's the new speaker's name? You just said Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Um, Hannity asked him last night, "Hey, what do you think?" He goes, "Oh no, he's there's clearly something on. <laughs> I go, "No personal Finally, fact. finally, somebody says it when they met with him because how can you not meet with him and see? I mean, how is yeah. that possible? And they only he only said, "Well, I only spent like nine minutes with him." They don't even let him spend more than a couple minutes because they know at some point he's going to wander off and go run into a wall somewhere. Um, but at least, I mean that's uh that's that was so refreshing to finally have somebody say right "Mm, yeah it's not it's not going so well just i can't imagine what it's like in the white house like just trying to protect him
1: important it is for people back to mike johnson and his faith he's a baptist um but how important it is for people to see that his faith will cause him to be honest Um, God willing, will Mm -hmm. cause him to be honest, um, to show integrity and compassion. So he's not going to just love Christians. Um, He's going to impart, hopefully, the fruit of the spirit so that people can see this is what somebody of character and faith in God, I put God first, Mm -hmm. as you were saying um, last night at our family meeting, we Mm -hmm. put God first. And as a consequence, it alters our behavior. When you put God first, you don't lie, cheat, steal. You do not oppress others because you're worried about God's opinion, not um, Mm -hmm. the other person. You're less concerned about, well, this person's my enemy anyway, so what does it matter? You're concerned about what God thinks and feels about um, what your actions are. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So I hope... um, Mike Johnson demonstrates that for the world and um, it'll be cool to watch.
0: So I have a prayer request. Let's do it. Can we vote for him? Can we vote vote for him? Can we pray for him? Our new speaker of the house. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, Dear Lord, thank you for your mercies are new every morning. Um, You gave us respite uh, with our new speaker of the house. It's obvious that you wanted to Um, bless this nation at least one more time um, with your son, and we ask that you give him power, that you uh, fall fresh on him and give him new insight into how to uh, put forth the ministry of reconciliation, Lord, um, that he can um, find grounds of reconciliation to move our country in a positive direction, that he will have a heart for your people, for Israel, um, that he will do right by them, and that we can see some um, goodness and some fruit of that labor here in this country and around the world, Lord. Um, Bless all of our listeners. We ask that you um, uh, expand their hearts and their territory whatever ministry that they may be involved in, Lord, and that you draw them closer to you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things.
0: Amen. Amen. I've heard Mike Johnson speak before on other issues on the news. Um, I'm going to make this prediction. Okay. Uh, Not in this next election, because President Trump will be President Trump again. Um, But after that, at some point, Mike Johnson will be president of the United States.
1: That's awesome. I'd love that.
0: All right, my friends. We love you guys.
1: Bye. God bless. God bless.